just to re-air an older episode of the podcast and I'd rather do that than let you listen to bad sound quality and that episode had better sound quality so we just did that so with that being said I have to admit that I truly missed you all and I'm super excited to hang out with you today now I hope you had an awesome weekend and that you had time to do something special for yourself my weekend was absolutely amazing and if I think about it I think that the most interesting thing that I did this weekend was take my daughters to the children banquet and fashion show at my church for those of you who have not long time listeners of the podcast you may not know this but I have three daughters they are ages 12 11 and 9 I also have two stepkids and my oldest stepdaughter is 21 my stepson is 20 but typically the people who give me the most to talk about and laugh at are the three younger ones because they're always doing something and you know how it is when kids get older they tell you what they want you to know and they have nothing else to tell you so I always usually talk to you guys about the three younger ones just because they give me more to talk about my daughters are very unique and that when it comes to church they would rather just sit in church and not do any of the children activities which is difficult for me because when I was a kid I was doing all the kid activities I could think of. I was singing in the choir. Anytime there was a program to do something up front, I was always volunteering. I, um, I read things in church. I did plays. I did poems. Whatever it was, I love being up front. Needless to say, my kids are very different. So, trying to get them to do a church activity is like pulling teeth. <laughs> Like, seriously, it is bad. Like, for example, some of the activities that we have at our church are children's choir. Now, let me just mention that my daughters can sing. They have very good voices, but they refuse to sing in the children's choir. And not only do they refuse to sing in the children's choir, if they're singing in the house and they think that I'm listening, they just stop. So, yeah, my kids refuse to sing. So, they do not sing in the children's choir. We have... um. A Bible Bowl team at our church, which is kind of fun because it's almost like a form of Jeopardy where kids read their Bible and they pick out different questions and learn different answers. And then they have like little competitions where they just go and ask the Bible questions based on what they read and they can respond. Now, I thought they'd be interested because my kids are very competitive, but they don't want to do that either. They told me the reason they're not interested in joining Bible Bowl is because this is their words, not mine. It would be too much reading, even though they read all the time. They just don't want to be quizzed or tested on what they read. So, they didn't do that. The only other thing I could think of that they like to do is children's church because my friends, she's in charge of it and they like to help out. And even the younger, the other two who don't help out and just attend, they love children's church. And I think it's because my friend is very interesting and she has like the best programs ever and she's in charge of kid activities. So, yeah, they like to do that. And then the only other thing, well, I have to say, Kennedy does sing on the youth praise team. She's my oldest and she's 12. But I think that has more to do with the fact that she gets snacks rather than the fact that she likes to sing on the praise team. I think she likes snacks more, but singing is like second. It's almost like, well, as long as I get snacks, I'll sing if I have to. So that's her thinking. So I kind of don't count that. But I mean, aside from that, they love the children's banquet. 
we've been having it at our church for three years. And it's like this banquet. The kids dress up. They come out. They look nice. They have programs. And then it's always topped off with a little kid fashion show. And they can compete and win prizes and stuff. So last week, not last week, last year when the girls went, um, they actually, they competed in the fashion show. But they lost. And they were very sad and disappointed. They were crying. But I was like, guys, it is not the end of the world. I was like, sometimes it's more important to have fun than it is to win. Now, with me saying that, I was just trying to encourage them because I myself am like a very competitive person. Like, I don't like to play games. I can't play games and do anything because if I lose, I get very annoyed and upset. I'm overly competitive to the point where it's insane. So, I try not to play games or do anything competitive because I personally have a hard time with being competitive. So, I didn't want, I don't want my kids to grow up like that, so that's why I told them, you know, sometimes it's just more important to have fun than to win. But this year, they are announcing in church that they were going to have the kids' banquet. And I was like, please, God, don't let my kids hear it. Please don't let them hear it. Because my kids, they have this thing where things I don't want them to hear, oh, they always hear and they pick up. Things I want them to hear, oh, I didn't hear it, Mommy. When did that happen? When did you say that? So... That is how it is. So I was in church a few weeks ago, and they did the announcement for the children's banquet. And I was like, God, please don't let them hear this children's banquet, because they're going to want to go. And you know what? As soon as we got in the car at the church that week, they're like, Mom, can we go to the children's banquet? And I was like, man, they heard it. <laughs> so I tried to think of reasons why, and I was like, guys, you really don't want to go. I was like, you know, um, I was like, how about I just take you to the movies instead of going? And they're like, Mom, we'd rather go to the children's banquet. And I was like, okay. Then I tried a different angle. I was like, well, remember last year you guys didn't win and you were crying? I was like, I don't want you to feel like that again. I don't want you to be crying. And then Megan and Dawson, they were like, Mom, it's more important that we have fun than when we win. You told us that last year. And I was like, oh, man. Now let me just explain I like children's banquet, and anytime my kids want to do something at church, I'm all for it. But you have to understand, the children's banquet is a banquet with a bunch of kids who are up later at night, they're eating candy, it's noisy, it's noisy, did I repeat, it's loud, and it's noisy. I don't like a lot of noise, I don't like a lot of loudness. Yeah, my kids are loud to an extent, but... I can deal with it because it's just like three of them. I can't deal with 20 plus kids all talking and laughing and making noise at the same time, popping balloons. It drives me insane. So I was trying not to go. and But they showed me that they really wanted to go and they kept talking about it. And they're like, Mom, we can get dresses and you can do this. And so finally I was like, Yana, you know what? I was like, your kid's just trying to go to church. <laughs> like... Don't be a killjoy and stop them from going to church. So I was like, fine. I resigned myself to the fact that I had to go to the fashion show. And then in addition to that, it's almost like, because even though I said I would go in my head, I was like, well, maybe this way I can get out of this. Maybe I could talk him out of it. But it's almost like God knew my plan because my friend, she was like, hey, can you and the girls read a poem for the children's banquet? And I was like, okay. So needless to say, we were going. And this is really weird because my kids don't like to do anything. Like, really. So when I asked them, I was like, hey, Miss Anitra wants to know, can you read a poem for a children's banquet? And they're like, sure. I'm like, really? They don't ever want to do anything. But 
they wanted to do it. So we got the poem together. We practiced and everything. And we were ready to go. They got their dresses and we did their hair. So Saturday night, we all went to the children's banquet. And of course, parents do go to the children's banquet because it's like we kind of chaperone our own kids. <laughs> so the people in charge don't have to worry about monitoring our kids and making sure they behave. So we went to the children's banquet. And first, let me say, surprisingly, I really had a good time. It wasn't as loud this year, I guess, because... First, there wasn't as many kids. And then second of all, I liked the way they did it. It was very organized. It's like from the time you came in, they started the children's banquet off with the fashion show, which is what all the kids like. So they started it off with the fashion show. And then in between, like, the different age groups walking down the aisle and doing the runway, that's when they did, like, different families either singing or doing poems or praise dancing or whatever it was. So they had different things in between while the judges had a chance to do scores. And then once all of this was finished, they fed everyone. And then the kids talked. And then by the time they were starting to get loud and noisy, they winded it down. They were like, okay, it's almost over. And they, um, yeah, they called out who won. And then after that, Okay, they had a candy bar, but they, thank God they did the candy bar last. So they gave all the kids tons and tons of candy, let them pick how much they wanted. Then they sent these loud little hyperactive rascals home with their parents. <laughs> so that is what happened. But I enjoyed it. The kids had a good time. They hung out with their friends. Um, we did our poem, and we did a good job. The girls, well, Kennedy, my oldest, she's 12, she actually got third place for the fashion show, so she was happy about that, and the other two were just happy that their sister won something, and then, you know, to make everything better, they all just went, and they had their um, bags of candy, so that totally worked, they were amazing, and it was fun, I loved it, I had to tell my friend, I was like, you did an amazing job, because she really did, she's so good with this kind of stuff, that is why she works with kids, and I do not, so they had fun, and it was surprising, because I didn't think I would have fun. So, what about you? This is for the parents out there who have had kids, either have them now, or they're raising their kids, and they are there are things that their kids want to do that we don't want to take that you don't want to take them to. So, what are some things that your kids want to do that you don't want to take them to, or you try to get out of? Okay, I was honest. I didn't want to take my kids to a children's banquet at church. It sounds awful, but it's not as bad as it sounds because, like I explained, it's so noisy there. So that is not such a bad thing. But what are some things that you guys have done or tried to get out of doing with your kids? I would love to hear from you. So just go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page. And I think the handle for that is at Music and Vibes Podcast. And just leave me a message telling me what you tried to get out of doing with your kids. I would love to hear from you and I can't wait to see what you're going to say. Today on the podcast, I would like to talk about how the holiday season can affect your relationships. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, the holidays is like a time of stress, fatigue, and excitement, especially Christmas. I don't know why Christmas is so stressful for me. Maybe it's because there's just so much work that goes into making Christmas happen. Like for me, Christmas is like a big production that you have to organize, manage, and pay for 
all by yourself. It's almost the equivalent of saying, hey, Kiana, here's an opera. I need you to put this opera on in 25 days. And then I have to go find actors for the opera, which would be gifts in my you know, I'm talking about Christmas. <laughs> so I had to go find the actors, had to find the singers, had to find a venue, had to prepare the food and the refreshments. I had to pay the people. Yeah, that's what I think about Christmas. It's a big production I have to put on in 25 days, and I don't have time because in addition to this, it's not like I could just quit my job and say, "Hey, I need a month's leave. I'm doing Christmas," which would be awesome because I think all of us would enjoy Christmas a lot more. But in real life, that's not how that happens. So, um. Yeah, so I have to work and try to do Christmas and try to do shopping and everything like that. So for me, Christmas is stressful. Like, I am a Christmas procrastinator. Like, seriously. I usually don't finish buying my Christmas gifts until Christmas Eve. I don't put up my Christmas tree until three days before Christmas. Because that is the time I'm off from work most of the time. I have some leave to take off. And then I can go shopping and doing stuff. Now, I know it's no excuse because with shopping, we can shop online. So for me, I don't know why I wait till the last minute. But I do. So Christmas is stressful for me. So when I'm stressed out, I'm not my happy, jovial self like I am now. I'm like stressed. Like there's no smile. There's no happiness. I'm tense. I'm on edge. And then anything he wants to say is just like, it just rubs me the wrong way when I'm stressed. So Christmas, even though it's supposed to be a happy time, in my house at times, if I'm stressed about how I'm going to get things done, it cannot be a happy time. And so this year, since I'm trying to be the better version of myself, I said, Kiana, listen, you cannot be stressed at Christmas. You cannot stress your kids out or your husband during Christmas. You're going to let Christmas be happy and you're going to figure out how to put on this production without being stressed out. So what I decided to do is just do things differently so that I could enjoy the holiday season and work on my relationship with my husband and kids during the holidays. Now, I told you last week, no, the week before last, in the episode um, that we did um, Need You, I think that's what it was. I told you, I am like a true self-help junkie, like in the whole words of it. Or was it episode two um, when, um, as soon as I get home? Either or, doesn't matter. I told you in a previous episode at the beginning of this season that I am a self-help junkie. And if I think there's a problem that I need to fix, I will get a book and I'll read up on it. Or I'll get an article and I'll read up on it. And then I will follow all the suggestions to see how they work. Now, sometimes it works and other times it does not work. And I think that sometimes it doesn't work, not because the advice was bad, but like for my situation, maybe it just wasn't meant for that. Or maybe I should have tweaked something, but I did not. But anyway, I decided this year things were going to be different. I was going to enjoy Christmas. I was going to have fun. We are going to put our tree up early. Okay, I don't have it up now, but I have plans to do it this weekend. So yes, my tree is going up before December 23rd. So yeah, I have high hopes for this season. So... As a self-help junkie that I am, I went online and I started looking up things like, how can the holidays affect your relationship and stuff? And I found a whole bunch of good stuff. But the thing that I really like, it was one article, and it was called, How Holiday Seasons Can Affect Your Relationships. Now, this article was from a professional psychology and psychiatric company called California Counseling Group. And this article was published on in December, of course, in December, of 2013. Now, even though the article is five years old, 
it is still a good read because it has so many practical tips on how to avoid letting the holidays affect or even ruin your relationship. And it talks about this um, in a positive way. Like, I remember how I started off by telling you how the holiday season stressed me out, right? Well, apparently... I am not the only person who the holiday stresses out because when this article started out, it said something like, the holidays can be a stressful time. And I was like, yes, I know. <laughs> that is my feeling exactly. And it went on to say why it was stressful. Can you guess why? Yeah. It's stressful because of all the reasons I said that it stresses me out. It's this huge production that we only have 25 days to prepare for. So I'm not the only one who gets stressed out by the holidays. So I'm just going to take a a gamble on this and say you're probably get stressed out too now maybe you don't get stressed out as much as i get stressed out but i'm sure that at some point during the holidays you're just like it's not enough time it's not enough time or you're like oh my goodness how am i gonna get this done or how am i gonna go here but calm down that's what i did relax it's gonna be great this year we're gonna have a lot of fun we're gonna work on our relationships and we are going to have fun with our kids and our family so how are we gonna do that because we are going to go over some of these suggestions now There are some suggestions that I've tried, and then there are a few of the suggestions I have not tried. But this is only um, the beginning of December, so we have until the 25th to try them all. And if we haven't tried them, who says that you can't continue to try holiday stuff up until, like, January 1st? So you can do what you want to do. But here are some of the suggestions that I think that have helped me out, but I'm sure they will help you out, too. So... Suggestion number one was to commemorate your love. Now, during the holiday season, I find that I spend less time thinking about like romantic things. That's like the one month I'm not a romantic. Become too stressed. I got too much to do. So it was saying that other people are the same way. And during December, it's difficult because we're all so busy. We're being pulled in 101 directions and that there's not a lot of time for romance. But the suggestion was saying that we can make December a month full of romance. And the first suggestion was to commemorate your love. Now, according to the article, you can do this by holding hands while you're shopping. I know, it sounds so simple. Like, why didn't I think of that? But I didn't. So, this is what the article suggested. You can hold hands while you're shopping. Brilliant. You can drive around town while looking at the beautiful lights and decorations. And I think this is a good... Um, suggestion because you have to drive around town anyway and I'm sure at some time in the month of December you're riding in a car with your husband or your wife or your boyfriend or your girlfriend and you see the lights like it's right there in front of you so you can enjoy these lights together you can hold hands during this time you can kiss with it well at stoplights and red lights because you know that may be difficult while you're driving but what I'm saying is you can use this time to bond and get closer together You can even snuggle while listening to either Christmas carols or watching a Christmas classic on Netflix or Slane or whatever you do, whether you stream or have cable or you have satellite, whatever you watch TV on, you can do this. And I thought that this was an awesome suggestion. Now, another great suggestion was to unwind. Now, this is one of the suggestions that I have actually tried and it has minimized and help me not feel so stressed. So the first thing it says is to minimize your arrangements. So I've done that. I minimize um, what I want to do. My only goal is to get a Christmas tree up and have the kids decorated and maybe buy those like gingerbread house things and have them play with that. Only goal for this season. 
So I minimized my arrangements. I did my shopping early. Remember I told you that when I was complaining about Christmas and how they start early? Well, it actually worked because I have the majority of my gifts like done. All I have to do is get like three more and I'm finished. So I don't feel stressed like I normally do at this time. Like, oh, how am I going to go shopping? What am I going to do? It's done. I'm good. All I have to do is wrap them. And what I usually do in my house is I let the girls wrap each other's gifts. Of course, it can be tricky. Sometime, like the year my daughter, my middle daughter, told her older sister she got a dollhouse. But we've moved past that, and I think I can trust Megan again. So, we have that tradition where I don't even have to wrap gifts. I'm just in there with them, and they wrap each other's gifts, and I say stuff like, Hey, do you think they'll like this? I'm like, Yeah, Mommy, she's going to love this. And, you know, they do that while the other kids wait outside for their time to wrap gifts. So... That is what, that's all I have to do. And of course, I'm not stressed because it's the beginning of December and I have gifts done. I just have three more to pick up. I really plan to order them. So, you know, I'm good. I just need to wait until I get my email and they come to the house. So I've done that. I've also learned how to, it says, learn how to say no to some of your holiday invites. I have done that too. Now, during the holidays, I sing a lot. Like, I'm in different choirs, I'm on praise teams. I do a lot during the holidays. So, it's like always something going on where I have to sing or be somewhere or a program the kids have to do. There's always something happening. So, this year, I have decided I'm going to cut back. I'm not going to go to every single singing event. Even though I love to sing and I love to do things, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pick one and go to that. And that's going to be it. Because trying to add all these extra things into my schedule is very stressful. And it can get hectic very easily and quickly. So that is what I have done. I'm only going to do one thing and say no to everything else. And this is what I'm going to do. Now let me just tell you, this whole suggestion that I've been talking to you about, the unwinding part, it has completely changed my life. Like literally. It has taken away the majority of my stress. And I am so much happier. I feel better. My kids aren't annoyed. My husband's not frustrated. We are all very happy. So this is good. So if you're stressed like me and Christmas stresses you out, do this. If you do nothing else, even though it would be nice if you try some other stuff, do this. Because let me just tell you, I think that if you just unwind and relax and don't get stressed at Christmas and do stuff in advance, then... The fact that you are not stressed and screaming at your husband or you're mad at your kids or being frustrated will impact your relationship a lot in a positive way. So even if this is the only thing you do, I'm going to say go ahead, do it. You have time. It's the beginning of December. You can get this done and minimize what you have to do. You can do your shopping now. And you can also say no to tons of invites for Christmas stuff. So I would say do that. You'll make your husband and your kids happy. So moving, oh, and you'll make yourself happy because you won't be stressed at all. Now moving right along, some of the other suggestions mentioned in this article is to incorporate family holiday customs to make the holiday season special for both you and your spouse. Now the holiday is also a good time to evaluate your relationship and see what special thing you can do during the holiday season to make it better. Now what is better than that. Thinking about your relationship and seeing what you can do. Whether you buy a special gift for your your significant other or your spouse or whether you tell them, I don't know, like 
they do the 12 day of Christmas, maybe you can just tell them something special every day. Or if you buy them gifts every day, you could just be like a sentimental gift about how much you love them. There are so many amazing things to do during this holiday. So it was saying that we should use this holiday to incorporate like family holiday customs and do things that we know our spouse would love to make the holiday special and something special for them to look forward to each year. Now, here they even suggested some date activities. And here's the funny thing. Shopping can be a good date activity. Now, you might even be surprised to learn that your spouse or your significant other has amazing taste and gifts and even some good ideas on what to give people. So, the things that we have to do we should try to do them together and make them fun, flirty, um, day-filled activities. One of the things that I also said was just try to remember that the holiday season is a good time for romance and that there are so many fun things that you can do on dates during this time of the year. So if you have been feeling stressed about the holidays, I want you to relax, take a deep breath. All right, no, no, no. Come on, take it with me. <sighs> And then spend some much needed time with your spouse and try to have some fun. I know I'm going to do that. So these are just things I'm telling you, but I'm going to be doing the same thing. So maybe we can write into each other and tell you, tell each other what we did and how much fun we had doing it with our spouse. Now, the song that we are going to listen to today is called All I Want. I'm excited because this is a Christmas song, my first Christmas song that I have written. So you're going to be the first to hear it. So this is my very first Christmas song that I'm going to give to you early. And it's called All I Want. Now, this song talks about a husband and wife. And the important thing is they realize, like just like we're talking about now, they realize that Christmas is not so much about gifts or stress or spending or even food. It's about each other. So without further ado, here's the song, All I Want. It was just another holiday. He didn't have Try to figure out what he should do to make Christmas special for his wife too. He wasn't sure how she would feel when she had nothing under the tree. But when he walked through the door, she took him by the hand, looked into his
Before I end the show, I would like to send a huge thank you to Anique Music for their constant and continuing support of the show. Anique Music is the publishing company that represents all of the songs heard on Music and Vibes. To learn more about Anique Music, go to musicandvibes.com for more information. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I am truly blessed to have this time with you each week. I would just like to continue to encourage you to continue to share the podcast with your friends and family. Now, last month, we saw a huge increase in the amount of downloads for the show, and I know that none of this would be happening if it were not for you. So thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I really appreciate it. I also just want to remind you guys to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. Now, each time you do this, you are helping more people find music and vibes. You guys are amazing. You are awesome. And thank you so much for being here with me today. Well, until we talk again, I hope that you enjoy your day and that you have an amazing week. And I also look forward to hearing from you. All right. Bye-bye. My love for you, it will never end.